welcome, 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 welcome. You are here. It is a live episode of the Fret Talk podcast. You're here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's that's me. That's this guy. You are also here with Lee Padaba. Say hi, Lee. How are, hi, how are you all doing? Hey, it, it will be. This will be episode number one, one sixty nine. Oh yeah! Hey, um, of the Fret Talk podcast, it is live episode. I don't know what. Um, how are we all doing out there in Facebook and YouTube and Instagram land? Is is that where we're streaming today? No, we we've never actually managed to work out how to stream to Instagram. Well, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. That's an us problem. Come on, man. That's an us problem. Uh, right, I'm gonna try. And, <laughs> I'm trying to get the the stream up so I can see the lovely people who are joining in. Pedal. How do you spell pedal boards of of doing? How do you spell pedal boards? That's because we always put BBOD, don't we? <laughs> it is, yeah. Here we go. Eighteen people joining. Hello, Hello. eighteen people. How are you? Right. Tell us who you are. Say hi in the in the comments. We want to know who it is watching. That's it. A little bit like one of those um, various substances anonymous circles. Hi, <laughs> yeah. my name is so and so. I'm here. I've I've been a pedal user for for coming up to two years now. <laughs> so look, we, we've got an idea that we're going to try and run on this one before we start getting into things. So we're going to kick it off, and what we'll do is we'll run this conversation all the way through. Um, We've put in the title, Do You Really Need a Switcher? Now, I'm very much of the yes camp, and um, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap is is very camp. I mean, is very much of the no camp. And <laughs> um, we're, um, you know, so let's uh, let's see what you guys think, and we'll, we'll have the debate about it as we go through. We will. We will. Shaking be- things up a little bit. Before, eh? we, before we get into that, let's kind of, let's warm things up, because you can't go... You can't go into something like this dry, can you? So let's let's warm up the crowd a little bit. S- spit on it. Dear God, Lee, Lee, Lee. <laughs> it is episode one sixty nine, but there's no there is no need for that kind of graphic graphic talk. There's How are always you need for that sort of talk, sir. Always. Indeed. Uh, possibly. How are you anyway? What have you been up to? I'm alright, mate. Yeah, um, I've been up to lots and lots and lots. Uh, one of the things that I've been um, working on quite a lot recently is um, something that's going to be happening next weekend. Um, so we want to give this a big plug right now, right at the beginning, where everyone's most active. Um, so I'm going to go in and straight go away, going with this um, dry, as Mr. Budget Budget Pedal Chap um, suggested. <laughs> um, so. Obviously, we can't do festivals at the minute. Um, that's because um, it's really obviously cold. the virus. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there is a company called Guitar Breaks who is run by Mr. Ian Edwards, who's a member of Pedalboards of Doom, and, and he's you know always at the guitar shows and these sort of things. Usually takes a bunch of people away over to Spain or somewhere like that, and um, you'll pay for your ticket and you go away with some famous guitarists and you learn how to play in the sun which is great he can't do that but he's still connected to all these famous guitarists so what he's doing is um they're all doing master classes on this online 
free and it this is the best this is the coolest thing it's all free um festival next weekend so let, let me share this up with you so you can all see it so this is the festival of guitar 2020 in partnership with boss and where it says Tonepedia, that's because that's where i've been involved with it um the tickets are absolutely free so go and get it you know even if you're not sure if you're going to make all of the live streams and these sort of things go and get your ticket because you'll be able to go on you're going to be able to like get masterclasses from kirk fletcher chris buck sam sam bell simon mcbride ariel posen josh smith bruce dickinson not of iron maiden fame and so on so forth <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. like in terms of guitar how how is he going to is he going to bring value to this uh fantastic singer but yeah it's it's another bruce dickinson um, uh, a very good very um very well established bruce dickinson who is a fabulous guitarist but, um i mean i dare say that other bruce dickinson is also very well established yes uh, yeah but not as a guitarist i bet he can rip it up on a guitar though yeah he's a very multi-talented person anyway look we're going off the topic um so this is next weekend it's free if you get your tickets you don't just get to be able to go on and, and check it out. You also get some freebies. And Ooh. one of the things you're going to be able to get is 5% off of Boss products. So we are going to have 5% vouchers off of Boss products. So if there's, you know, if that doesn't entice you to, to like join in, you might be a little bit dead inside. I mean, <laughs> you had me at like Kirk Fletcher and Josh Smith. I know, man. I, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I'm going to improve my guitar skills. Don't we all want that? Don't we all want me to get better? <laughs> so, yeah, you just click on this little uh, bit here where it says uh, Weekend Pass for the Festival. Go on, and you get to go and learn from these guys. So, look, plug done. I do apologise to the listeners because this is going to go out the Monday after the event. So, <laughs> so the people listening to the podcast version of this, Apologies, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that done. That's that out of the way. That's what I, one of the things I've been working on. It's just, it it brings home why, if you aren't listening live, you should be. Definitely, definitely should be. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, you yeah. know, that's, it does sound, sound really awesome. And the fact that it's free, free is my favourite price. So... <laughs> Oh, what about PPI? Because when you do that, you get like money back as well. I got some, uh, got some tax back actually. That weren't bad. That's good. Uh, I think it was about sixty odd quid. <laughs> so, I've got a mate who's getting like like three and a half grand back or something like that from tax. It's right, like, it's how, not, how it's not a competition. Yeah, not a competition. I mean, I can just about get like a, a slightly uprated Joyo pedal maybe for that. <laughs> maybe maybe even breaking an EHX or, or two. Um, but no, like three and a half grand, that's considerably more than a, a Chinese pedal or a, or a USA pedal, should I say, for, for EHX. Um, yeah. So, so um, what else have I been doing? I've been um, helping out a bit with the, uh, the Gig Rig for a G3 launch. Um, so... Uh, working with Dan on that and that's pretty cool we'll talk about that a bit more later and um, podcasting with you because we had to do an, uh, an ad hoc podcast during the week we did yeah like literally we, we, we've we spoken uh, probably about three days ago <laughs> something like yeah. that so 
We haven't for, stopped speaking, really, have we? <laughs> that's it. So for us, it's it's business as usual, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. which which is why uh, what we've been up to is we're like, oh, can we can we say that because <laughs> we uh, we only spoke a couple of days ago, but things have happened, so yeah, it's all I good. Did, I did build a new board yesterday. Tell me more. So I've got the GT core on the way, which I keep going on about. Um, so apologies to the listeners that I um, keep moaning on about that, but um, I'm really looking forward to getting that. Haven't got it yet. So um, it is literally going to be the core of my board because it does so much. Uh-huh. I want to... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've, I really want it to... Um, do a lot of things yeah and it does do a lot of things so that's handy <laughs> but i can't just put like a a modulation in its place and start doing things in the same manner because it's not going to work like that it's got i've got to kind of like put a lot of work into the board once it arrives and try things out so i don't want to build the board until i've got it yeah so uh, what i've done is i've built myself a and i'll say this in inverted commas i've built myself a small board uh what have i got on it the uh people want to know obviously um i've put crybaby on it i've got my um uh, then that's going into cali 76 cool that i'm going into the pedal boards of dooms on the cafetiere which is an amazingly cool pedal um that's the one we did for the black lives matters uh launch um not black lives matters launch but the fundraiser yeah yeah. Uh, from that, I'm going into the OD200. From the OD200, I'm going into the Merisenzo. From the Merisenzo, I'm going into the MD200, which um, is up for sale if you want it, um, because when I've got the core, I'm not going to need it. Then okay. fr- from that, I'm going down into the DD500, which I am keeping, because it's amazing. One of the best delays in the world, if not the best delay in the world. And then from the DD500, I'm going into the Eventide Black Hole, which arrived recently, which is mwah. And then uh, going from that into the RV5 Loop Station, which is also mwah. Um, so, and so my small board. And I'm going into stereo, so I'm going into both the Victory and the Marshall. Okay, so so from that, everything out outboard seems to be... Seems to cover a lot of ground already. So, what? Where is the the core going to factor into this? You said it's going to do modulations. Um, no, this is a completely different board. I haven't got a switcher on this or anything. This is just uh, this is just all the pedals running in stereo power, uh, stereo, um, but uh, in straight. Oh, okay. So this isn't the one that's going to have the core. No, this is just a board I've put together, so I've got something to play because I've ripped my other board apart. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's on the then... floor. You see, the one behind me is uh, empty. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a shadow of its former self. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a mess, but, it, you know, that's what happens when you rip it apart. And then on the floor down here, you have... Uh... That small board, quote-unquote small board. Small, small board, yeah. Oh, dear. Cool, yeah. Eh? yeah, I mean you've got you've got a lot of bases covered there. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? That was the point. I I, I tried to stick away. At, I've I have tried to stick away from digital pedals 
but I think I've got one, two, <laughs> you've got like three, two pedals on there that are yeah, three, three, three. I've got the course, yeah. Crybaby, the compressor, and the, the Zander. They're the um, they're they're analog, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six digital pedals. Yes, <sighs> but then I wanted a little board that would do everything, so that's uh, that's what I got. I mean, that's what I had with uh, my board of TC stuff, which I have slowly been taking little bits off and putting them on little bits off, and put. So it's it's <laughs> now not in a not in a state of use. Um, but I, I've got to do some tidying up in here. I tell you, I've got I've got like three pedal boards that are sat. Fortunately, they're sat off camera so that you you can't see the mess. Um, and I, I have to do strategically placed camera shots when I do uh, do videos in this room, just, so that you don't get get all of the the, the mountain of just messiness. Um, yeah. Oh, I put some new lights up as well. Indeed. Indeed. Check them out. Everyone, give me a thumbs up for the light for the lights. These lights are awesome. Give me a thumbs up. Click like, that thumbs up button. That's it. Likes gonna... for lights is what you should be saying. Likes for lights. Yeah. Likes for lights. Woo. Yeah. I feel like a teenager or something. Do you know what? Our, our, our watches just dropped when I said that. <laughs> See, everyone's gone. It's all right. It's not a problem. Right. Um, what you been what, up to? What have I done this week? What have I done this week? Which, I mean, what have I done this week which has not been... Uh, mentioned in the last one so i think i mentioned it a little bit but since the last since we actually recorded the um the bright onion soap boost has been released Uh, so that was this week's no talk or tone um which transparent e kind of ish it's kind of a little a little bit um it's almost like putting a buffer on you get like a little bit of extra sparkle um, but it's it's you it's generally quite quite a transparent boost, and possibly, possibly the shortest no talk all tone that I've done. Oh so, really? How long was it? I think it was three and a half minutes, four minutes maybe. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I liked it, short and sweet. Um, <laughs> I've I've got an idea for <laughs> for um a little kind of. Uh, one which will be shorter than that, and it's going to be like a Christmas, Christmas prank. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give away the, uh, <laughs> not gonna give away the secret just yet. Um, <laughs> Everyone's expecting it now, though. Yeah, possibly. I don't know if I will, but I'll, I'll, I might. Um, so yeah, that that was this week, and then coming on Wednesday uh, for Pedalboards of Doom. If you are subscribed to Pedalboards of Doom, you will see um, that there is a premiere for the next in the series of the Stomp v Stomp. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And this um, kind of goes full circle into what I was talking about, like analog versus digital pedals, isn't it? The Stomp v Stomp series is about um, how, how does a HX Stomp uh, replicate? How well does it replicate? the pedals and then what budget pedal chap has is the original version so he had like a ts mini a tube screen mini versus the hx stomps version 
and and yeah yeah i think a great it's a great series it really does highlight the, the strengths and weaknesses yeah i mean a lot of people have been commenting on it saying how uh, how surprised they are at the uh, how how well the stump um how close it gets um and in in the the previous two episodes like you say i've done the um, i've done the tube screamer mini i also did the ds1 um which both both iconic pedals this time around um i did the univibe so the one that's coming out on wednesday is the univibe obviously i don't have an original shinai univibe uh, so I had to go for what was closest for me, um, and a pedal that I absolutely love, which is the uh, the Moen Shaky Jimmy, um, which by all means is not uh, is not a close representation or a recreation, should I say, of the of the Univibe because the the original one used a a, a bulb and photo cells which. Does Shaky Jimmy not use a photo cell then? It's LED and uh, LDRs, so kind of like a. Um, it's not digital, but it's like a like a a more modern, um, and more reliable representation of of what that was doing. Um, the Shaky Jimmy sounds absolutely fantastic, um, but within. The context of the um, stump v stump, there are this is the this is the one where there's there's most notable differences because the the uh, the tube screaming one they were really really close. And the the DS one, um, I I've done the model on the the DS one versus the standard DS one model and the Keeley mod, and of course the Keeley mod was different, um, but. There was still like, there was still similarities, whereas these ones they do sound quite vastly different. Um, and I was talking to you before I recorded, um, before I recorded the um, the stump v stump, because I do a little kind of playthrough to get to to get kind of an idea of what I'm gonna do for the video. Um, and I was just saying, Lee, look, the uh, the shaky Jimmy's absolutely wiping the floor. <laughs> With the <laughs> with this, like the stumps, not not get, getting anywhere close, um, but that's because I was running the Univibe model in mono. Uh, okay. And in in the stump v stump video, I run it in stereo. So right. I, I, in fact, I run two. There are two models. There's a legacy model, which was on the old like the M series, and I think yeah. it may have been on the the modulation, the MD4 or whatever it was, like the modulation. Oh, modeler. right. Yeah, yeah, the big one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, so there's the unified model from that, which is, that's a mono, um, a mono model. But then the um, the new one, the, the HXFX version, is, it, you can do it in, in mono and stereo. And if you do it in mono, it's quite an underwhelming effect. But the moment you put it into stereo, things start getting magical. You're clipping a little bit. I'm just going to turn you down just a touch. It's all right. Oh. I don't feel like I'm clipping, but... You look like it, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like the... The, um, the, the stereo 
um, Univibe has really opened my eyes here. And I think I'm going to have to be very careful in the future about um, using stereo when I can, because it's fantastic. (laughs) Like, Well, yeah. Who knew? constantly use stereo is i very rarely ever don't use stereo but i didn't for a very long time and then once i did i was just like why would i not do this all the time i I think the pedal that really turned me over to going full-on stereo full-time was the dc2w the dimension because that that effect sounds oh it's like night and day it really does sound absolutely amazing when it um when it uh when it's running stereo, but when it's run dry, it's 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 more like a chorus when it's run just yeah, just mono. When it's run dry, when it's run in mono, it, it sounds more like a chorus. But when it's run in it's in stereo, you can tell that dimension is its own effect. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole with some of the um, some of the stereo effects. But I've also got I've got loads of like I've mentioned before. I've got the the non-mini versions of the TC modulation pedals, like I've got the Helix Phaser and the uh, the Vortex Flanger, and I might plug them in stereo and see how they uh, how well they do as well. Yeah, so- I'm excited now to see how how this um, Unifive actually holds up um, because you know I was I was almost pleased that. You know the HX stomp didn't do so well for one of them, <laughs> and now now I need to see. Is it more a case now of which one do you prefer as to which one set uh, as opposed to them sounding the same? Yeah, so the um, the the stereo for the the HX effects really does it makes a difference because if if it weren't for that, if I was running that mono. I would have said hands down. I, I prefer the the shaky Jimmy, but it's a it's a personal preference thing. I think the um, the effect on um, uh, on the helix doesn't get as extreme as the the shaky Jimmy. There's a lot more. It, it almost feels real syrupy, whereas you're not quite getting that with the um, the helix models. But the stereo width of it all makes it makes it quite magical. So I'd be really interested to hear some some feedback on that in the comments of that video. To just tell me which one you guys prefer, because I'm I think I'm undecided at the moment. Nope, oh, the Tate has joined us. He has. Sup, losers. <laughs> that, that was a uh, that was Mr. Budget Pedal Chap uh, quoting Mr. Tate. Indeed. He, he wasn't just calling everyone losers there. No. <laughs> How you no. doing, Steve? Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's exciting to see. What else have you been up to? Anything else? Don't know. Let's have a look. <laughs> Let's have a look at my uh, little blue book. Um, No, pretty much. I mean... <laughs> I can imagine on your book you've got no written yeah, n- Nope. <laughs> just nope. The words nope. Um, so we've got, we've got a bit of news. I think... It's a it's coming up for a bit time for news, but before we've got news, I posted up on Instagram today for people to send in questions, uh, and we have got a question. Okay. We've got a question. Right, are you ready? 
Don't forget our question that's running throughout the whole of this episode, which is, do you really need a loop switcher? So comment in uh, if you want to, and let us know, do you feel that you need, or the average player needs, a loop switcher? And uh, and it's worth mentioning like the current events as well. Cons- worth taking into consideration current events. So yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. I have some. Uh, I've got some big opinions on this. But <laughs> we'll uh, we'll save that for later. So, question. Uh, question sent in by Marcus Deluxe of Marcus Deluxe Pedalboards. Okay. Um, I mean, his his pedalboards. You see, it, like even if you don't know who he is, you've seen his pedalboards mm-hmm. because they are all literally all about. Um, so he asked. He asked this question. Favorite bread. Really? Favourite bread. Go on. Man, I'm going back on keto tomorrow. I don't want to talk about bread. I can't eat bread. Well, keto bread. <laughs> there is, there's not such a thing as keto bread, is there? Yeah, there is. It's made of like flax seeds and stuff like that. Oh, it's, that's it's, not, it's actually that. really nice, but it's not bread. It's not just this. like It's like a seedy flapjack, but it's really nice. My <laughs> wife makes them. I mean, you're not selling it to me there, a seedy flapjack. <laughs> uh, Stu, uh, go on. And what's your favourite bread? Because we've got a question from Stu and Is uh, mm. he Armstrong, who is a prolific poster on pedal boards of doom, and uh, she has some mental pedal boards, saxophone player, and uh, nice. she's been struggling to get on because her self service is really, really crappy where she lives. But here she is. Hello, Izzy. Uh, favourite bread. What am I gonna go for? Um... <sighs> So many, isn't there? I do like. I, I like a good naan. I oh, think. Yes. I think you can't can't go wrong with a good naan. Garlic and herb, or something like that. I, I'm I'm a keema man myself. Because is that the is that the one that's got the raisins in? No, it's got meat. Oh, it's, it's just Ooh. yeah. It's like a essentially it's like a naan with a don of meat in the middle. Oh, oh, we've got Low. Low is here. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I'll meet. Hello. Oh, yeah, I like meat. <laughs> Word up, suckers. Yeah, Keeman on. You see, Stuart's on, Stuart's on board with the Keeman on. He knows what's what. <laughs> yeah, what, what? what is the one with the raisins in? I forget. Uh, it begins with P, doesn't it? You want a bit Pashuare? Pashuare. Yeah, I probably Pesh- didn't say it because I can't. <laughs> I've never known it with raisins, but it's it's usually got like, um, almost like a sugar syrup on on it and um, coconut. Peshwari nanas. I think Lowell's turned into a, a caveman. He's literally just put I eat. I eat. <laughs> I eat. He's, oh. Yeah, but he's put I I <laughs> eat, and he's got meat. Yeah, there you go. I eat meat. Oh, I see. There we go. Stu's now commented, coconut, and that's it. I just think everyone's IQ just dropped by 100 points. There you go. Coconut. I mean, we were talking about guitar stuff, and it's quiet, quiet, quiet. We talk about naan bread, and now everyone's got an opinion. It's brilliant. Love it. Oh, dear. So Stu asked, uh, what, um, what did he say? Which pedal sounds most like a, f- a wet fart? I'd say probably the Antares, but what would you say? 
<laughs> I, I can't play him like that. As much as I'd like to, as as much as I'd like to throw that back in his face, um, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I, what about so, the fuzz factory? You could get that sound like a wet fart. I'm sure. Yeah, I was gonna say like a metal zone with like the the mids all the way down to the bottom, like cranked up, but like the cue all the way down, the bass all the way up, and no treble on. It will just be like farty, horrible, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> the data corruptor after you stop playing said lol. <laughs> the gonculators had to do. Oh man, I really want a gonculator. I mean, weren't that the gonculator's like main goal to sound like <laughs> a, a wet fart? <laughs> oh man. I tell you what you need if you want your, your board to sound like a wet fart suddenly in the middle of a song. A loop switcher. Um, uh, oh dear! I, I was going <laughs> to say actually. Now you mentioned the gonculator, uh, the the old DoD or Digitech grunge. They were they were interesting. They were the OC three through an electric violin, the most wet fart I've ever played. That's <laughs> from Izzy. Oh, oh, okay. So Stuart's Stuart's throwing actual. Actual questions that I say this this will require some. What's the best bang for buck? A second-hand ES8 or the G3 Atom? Hmm. Well, the the G3 Atom's still like eight hundred quid, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just shy of. Um, and an ES8's okay. not even that new. Well, no, no, it's about f- no. Actually, I tell you what, it's not far off it. Let me just look that up. Um, but. So the the G three atom is six loops, yeah. The ES eight is obviously eight loops. Mm. From PMT, uh, the ES eight is five seven nine, so it's five hundred and seventy nine pounds. I don't know what that will be in dollars because uh, it doesn't necessarily. It's not exact going to be the exchange rate. It depends on the yeah. deal that Boss have with the shops in the uh, states. Um, but even so, that's but... that's what. Let's round it up to six hundred quid. So six hundred versus what is, what's it was seven nine nine, weren't it? Eight hundred quid. So bang for your okay. buck has got to be the ES eight. You get no, but mo- you say that. Here's here's the thing, right? I've I've just found out that the tuner out on the G three, which is uh, just for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Gig Greek have just released a new line of switches. So they're the next generation switches up from the G the G two. Um, the the tuner out is also an auxiliary out, which uh, is TRS to stereo, and it goes before the initial buffer, which means you've actually got an extra loop. So um, on the G3 to full one, you've got 12 loops already, but that gives you 13. And on the, um, on the smaller one, which is the Atom, so the G3 Atom is a six-loop one, you've actually got seven. So you're only missing one loop there. But it's still like clear a clear two hundred quid more. Um, yes, <laughs> but what else has it got? And it, I, I, I've got a um, pre- preface with saying I've got the ESA and I love it. Indeed. I absolutely love it. It's it's but a you... fantastic bit of kit. You've got the um, the Bluetooth, so you can like you know control it from your phone. 
It's um, latest technology. What else have you got on it? Latest um, technology. Like my my second or third ever phone had Bluetooth on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I mean the the G three is the latest technology. Yeah, um, yeah. But every every loop, every single loop on the G three Atom is stereo. Only two of the loops on the um, on the G sorry on the ES eight are stereo and one is mono in stereo out but if you're running them stereo if if you run those loops stereo then that gives you three loops rather than six no no not on the g3 atom this is the, this is a bit strange so what you've got is on the big g3 if you want to run them stereo you have to group you have to group like loops one and two yeah it's so yeah, on the yeah. big one but on the small one if you want to run it in stereo, you run a TRS cable. So each each loop mm-hmm. is a stereo one. So to put it in, to sum it up, you can run six stereo pedals on the small one and six stereo pedals on the big one. I know, <laughs> okay. it's a bit crazy. I, <laughs> okay. wish they'd, I wish they'd put TRS, the same TRS things from the Atom in the big in the, one because yeah, then you could run big... 12 stereo pedals. Yeah. Um, and don't forget that you've got that extra loop as well, uh, which I mentioned a moment ago. Indeed, like I'm. Um, so we've we our our people in the comments. Uh, I mean, first of all, I'd like to say welcome to uh, to Mikey. Mikey's here. Mikey Famiglietti. Oh, is he? I didn't see him. He is yeah. He's, he just came in. Um, Lowell's chipped in with uh, <laughs> the the gonculator. He says, "I can imagine that when they pitched the gonculator." Hey guys, listen, wet farts in a pedal. Just I, I want to be on, on the board of when they were doing the Miku. <laughs> Who got that one through? That's it. You know what's really in now? These, um, oh, what, they, what do they call them? The holographic lady uh, singers? Artists or something what, like that? Because there's a term for them, isn't there? Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. No. Oh Sorry, well. What did you say? It's uh Oh yeah, I, I there's a there's a term for it, but I can't remember what it is. Um What the, these these cartoon artists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. V- uh vo- vocoders, isn't it? Oh right, yeah. I thought you meant the type of cuz Miku isn't a real person. No, mi- yeah, it's a it's a holographic um thingy. Um yeah, like a yeah, a vocoder artist. Mm. I've just realised we've got some uh, comments on here uh, on one of the other pages uh, from Darren Watson. Uh, I'm just going to read 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 them out. Uh, it's like to do with the processing power. They don't do uh, they don't do that on the big one. So that's with the G3, um, the processing power of running eight stereo. Uh, sorry, twelve stereo pedals. Yeah, I suppose it could be. Could make sense. Um, I would say Boy, with we... anyone with a substantial size board could use a switcher to save signal loss for, f- uh, for fewer needs. Um, for fewer need uh, a better board to set up scenes. I'd say three stages. Uh, I'm not following. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that was great. Um, I interrupted you. I, I apologise. Go on. What did you say? I can't remember, but I've got Stuart here. <laughs> Uh, saying, yep. is the PC editor for the ES8 better than the DD500 was? I've never used it. I don't like plugging my 
board into my laptop or into my computer and stuff like that. It, honestly, it pisses me off. I, I I love the the idea of being able to control it with my phone and these sort of things, um, which you can do with um, a lot of stuff that's coming out now. Can you do that with a HX Stomp? What phone? No, I, mm. I don't think so. Anyway, um, there's a um, a desktop app which is incredibly simple to use. Um, yeah, because. I I use the the stomp as an interface anyway, so I've always got a uh, a USB plugged into it. Um, so if I wanted to like get deep deep editing into it, I can go straight to the the laptop. But I I I did it maybe like three or four times when I first got it. I can do everything from the from the stomp itself, so it's all good. I, I'm I'm surprised that the tech that um. That TC used never really took off with anyone and too far. You know, when you used to like put your phone to your pickup and they go, and then yeah, the, the, the beam function. Yeah, there was yeah. there was uh, an update for that because to do the the tone tone print editing, you had to hook up the pedal to your PC via mini USB mm. and have it plugged into an amp. Which was a massive faff, which is why I never did it. Um, yeah. But there is a way now of uh, using the editor on your phone, but I don't know if that still requires the pedal being plugged in. Oh, I don't know. It, it's it needs to all be done on Bluetooth. Everything needs to be done on Bluetooth, and the fact that the G two's gone that uh, sorry, the G three's gone that way. Um, put, I'm I'm over the moon with that. I saw a comment from someone um, asking Dan whether they would release a PC editor. And then they said, well, why don't you just make the uh, app available on to download for, for Macs and these sort of things uh, and PCs? And he said, oh, yeah, we'll look into that. So looks like you're going to be able to control it from your PC if you want to yeah, um, via the app as well. So that, that's pretty cool. So you've got the best of both worlds. I... I I love the idea of like just sitting in the house, thinking about my board, and um, playing with myself. I mean, um, and just looking at the phone and thinking, do you know what? I'm going to reorder my pedals like this, and then when I like, I'm going to plan it all out on my phone. Yeah. And then when I get out, I'm going to hit hit like play, and then I don't have to like try and think to myself now what was it I was going to do. Yeah. Rather than like writing it into your notepad app. Like drawing a little sketch. Mm. I've done that before, where I've drawn out pedal boards on on Notepad. Uh, but yeah. rather than doing that, like having it all kind of preloaded, and then your next <laughs> time you plug in, you go, okay, yeah, I'll just I'll Bluetooth it over. That makes sense. We've got loads yeah. of uh, loads of stuff here from Easy. Um, so uh, the lack of stereo loops is what kept her from buying uh, loop systems. Now. Obviously, with the 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 Atom um, and the the G three, what's it like the G three core or something? No, 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 no. You're you're mixing up with the G one thousand core from Boss. It's just the G three and the G three Atom. There's four different ones. There's the the G three no. Hub and the G three Extension Kit as well. Okay, so the Hub. Well, the Extension Kit is if you want to be able to run uh, a rack unit. So. Yeah. On the G2, what you used to be able to do is unscrew the back panel, and then you could run a, a long, um, almost like a printer cable, uh, off to your rack, 
and it would connect to your G3. Now you can actually just do that by having this um, this uh, extension unit in your rack unit out the back, and you just run a, a, a cable, just a, a, a much more normal cable, out to your G3 on stage, so you don't have to have a board on stage. The hub, what that allows you to do is have your G3 on stage and have a G3 out the back that your tech can use. So if you forget to change a patch, they can change it. But you can actually run up to six G3s on stage as external controller units. So you can put them all over the stage um, yeah. and you can change it wherever you are, which uh, um, so I can't li- imagine anyone doing that, but apparently they do. So it's a little bit like Kirk Hammett's war. Yeah, that's exactly how I described it to my mate Alex when we were talking about it the other day. I said, you know, you've got the wire controllers and then you've got the rack-mounted wire. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly like that. Cool. Yeah, if you put it into put it into Kirk Hammett, um terms of Kirk Hammett, then like people will understand it. I um, Stu's just said he he used a switcher when he had a forty-five song set list, but for home I just have the um. Pedals all oh pedals or <laughs> pedals is, um and cables all over the floor. Now this reminds me of something I saw earlier because I've, I've I've joined the if you're interested in the G3 they've got their own uh, Facebook group now and you can go and ask questions and Dan's bang on it he's answering all the questions on there. Um, but one of the things that I, I saw on it one of the questions that was really interesting was um, can I use the screen on it because that's one of the upgrades as well it's got a screen on it as well. Um, can I use the screen on it to name my songs and see what's what the name of the song is? And Dan said, not only that, but you can list all of your all of your um, patches as songs and then reorder them with the app. So if your if your band says, oh, actually, we're going to do this song first and then we're going to put that song towards the end, that's all bands do all the time because the singer changes his mind all the bloody time. So. When they say, oh, yeah, we're going to do Crazy Superstitions first, we're going to start with that, you just go, okay, and move it on the app, and bang. You don't have to, like, jump 20 patches. You just move it up to the first patch. Here's the question, though. Here's the who's, million, who's gigging? The million <laughs> dollar. I mean, number one, that that is, yeah, it's not not a particularly great kind of global climate to be releasing a pedal switcher is it when uh, <laughs> we can't gig um, i i suspect dan's had this in in oh yes you know yeah, yeah. waiting to release and he's been waiting and waiting and waiting i don't know this for sure I'm, I'm just speculating but he's been waiting and waiting and waiting and now we've started going into another lockdown he's gone fuck it i'm yeah. putting it out yeah i yeah it's it's not something that will have been kind of cobbled together in the last couple of months it it's going to be a, a labour of of many years of development, isn't it? Um, hmm. So I think we because we've got quite a few people in the um, in the chat at the moment. This is where we reinstate that question where we're gonna we're gonna weigh in in the, within the next five minutes. Is a loop switcher is a switching system necessary or not? Let us know in those in that comment section below what your stance on it. Um, and like I say, um, the the billion dollar question is: if now it's got a screen, could it run Doom? <laughs> um, I I go ahead and say no on that. 
<laughs> Do you know what though? A, a switcher isn't just for Christmas. Right, no, a switcher isn't just for um, you know the ease of gigging. A switcher opens up your board. It opens up your pedals because if you want to go ahead and run a couple of pedals in parallel, it's a lot of faffing around. It really is a lot of faffing around. You have to find a stereo pedal, uh, run into that stereo pedal, come out of that stereo pedal. You're probably not even going to use that stereo pedal. Then you'll run your two drives and then you'll run out and you'll run into another pedal and then you'll go from stereo into that and into mono out. So if you want to do that, it's a lot of messing around, especially if you just want to try it, right? On a switcher like the G3 or the ES8 and these sort of things that have parallel switching, a couple of presses and you've done it. And do you know what? You can go from one button to another and you can completely A, B it. You can go, which do I prefer? Do I prefer them in parallel or do I prefer them in series? Do I prefer them in series the other way around? So do I prefer my fuzz running into my overdrive or do I prefer my overdrive running into my fuzz? And you can do all this, bang, 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 like that, and just test it and find out what you want. And you might think, okay, for that song, this sounds great. For that song, that sounds great. And that is amazing. That That is great because you can take two, two overdrives, same settings, three totally different sounds. That is opening up your pedals massively. Do I want my phaser before or after my drives? Of both. Before. <laughs> See, a lot of people run them after. I'd run it after. So yeah, it's um, it, it. This is what for me. This is what loop switches are about. They're not about um. They are for a lot of people about the ease of gigging and making gigs much much yeah. easier to prevent tap dancing and these sort of things. But for me, it's about these added little extras that you can't easily do, if at all, without buying extra gear, you know, uh, like splitters and these sort of things. And it gives you the ability to do that. And the MIDI functioning as well. You know, most of these switches are MIDI controllers now. So you can go out and spend a few hundred quid on a MIDI, MIDI controller. These have all got that in. Yeah, I mean, you're not selling me on MIDI. MIDI can go do one. Um, All right, but what if I said to you, you, if you've got like four pedals and you want to have expression pedals on all of them because they've all got something on them that you can express that's really, really cool, right? What if I said to you, instead of running uh, four expression pedals, you can run one expression pedal to the MIDI controller and to, to the switcher, which is a MIDI controller, and that you can set it up so it can control not not just any of those expressions but all of them at the same time um i would i would say what on my pedal board looks like it's going to use expression I, i'm putting you in the frame of someone, <laughs> so, someone who would use that but i know what you mean it, it's not necessary for you but that is a hell of a functionality um yeah i mean i can there, there are applications for it don't get me wrong there are there are people for who this um, is their bread and butter. It's as essential as a drive pedal, for example, because it, it allows the interplay between sound one and sound two and, and so on and so forth. And the the whole tap dancing thing, um, especially for singers, I know we've uh, we've talked about the, the, the blight that can be singers, um, but if you are playing guitars 
as well as singing, um, you don't have the the luxury of looking down and thinking, okay, I need to press this, this, and this for the for the next mm-hmm. section. You might just need to go, okay, I need sound number two. Um, yeah, I can understand it for that. For me, I don't need a butler pressing my my pedals for me. I can no. I'm perfectly perfectly capable of fucking that up myself. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the extra functionality there, you know, it's not a must. It isn't something you have to buy. These The hub and the extension aren't things you have to buy, obviously. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, of course. They will sell a hell of a lot less of them than they will of the, the G3. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're, they're targeting a very, very specific market for these, these kind of big... Um, arena style switching units aren't they with with the hub and the the extension um do, do you know where where these also come in really really handy have you ever been in more than one band at a time um for for tax purposes no <laughs> no <laughs> okay um yeah i have but i i, I back then i ran direct in pretty much Okay, so when you're running um, with several different ba- bands, and you um, and then you want to occasionally go and fuck about with your mates as well, you will tend to navigate towards having different boards for those sort of things, which is can be expensive because then obviously you, some pedals you're going to want to duplicate, or you're just moving from one board to another. When you've got um, the, the MIDI switcher, what you'll either do is you will either go for a multi-effects, so you go for something like the Helix or something like that, so you can have all of your different bands set to different presets and these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Or if you love your analog and you know, your, your nice uh, individual pedals, which obviously we do, then you'll go for a switcher because that's that's the benefit of it. You're getting the benefits of a multi-effects with all your really, really cool um, pedals. And one of the things that Dan has added to the G3, which absolutely blew me away, is trails, like you get on the HX Stomp and these sort of things. So when you switch your, switch your patches, the delays continue and they finish themselves off in the nicest possible way. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> episode 169. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they finish themselves off um, whilst you're playing. So if you're going from a heavily distorted sound to... Um, like a chorusy, nice playing sound. You, you know what you're going to do is you're you're still going to have that spillover, but you can do that with analog delays and reverbs now, thanks to the G3. That's pretty pretty bloody cool. I can't believe that you've that you said they finished themselves off and then says that that wonderful spillover all in the same sentence and you managed to finish it off. Like that is <laughs> that's the height of professionalism in my opinion. Um, right, let's go back to some of our our lovelies in the in the chat. I don't know why it keeps going off the bloody chat here. Um, Stuart, again, is hundred <laughs> sorry one thousand and ninety five pounds switcher necessary? Nope. Uh, yeah, well, there are some MIDI switches out there that are around two grand. Yeah, and like let, let's bear in mind as well, the G two is still available. You can still go yeah, and yeah, buy yeah. the G two. So what they're not going to do is they're not going to price the thing that's beating the G2 at the same price as the G2. Also, Dan Dan said uh, recently, someone asked him this and they they were complaining about the price, and he said, look, 
we're not putting a massive markup on this. Everything's made in the UK. We don't. They don't get it made in in Europe or anything. Sorry, made in China or anything like that. Well, we're going to be the poor men in Europe soon, aren't we? Um, so we're not. Um, you're not getting it made in China or anything like that. It's made in the UK. There's a team of ten of them that are like doing the customer service and all this sort of thing. So you've just got to pay everyone there. They're not selling thousands and thousands and thousands of these because it's quite a niche market. Yeah. Um, if they were, you know, if they were boss. And it was exactly the same product. It probably would be cheaper because Boss have a wider reach than Gig Rig. But, you know, they don't. Yeah. And it, and it, and it is, essentially, isn't it? I mean, the the G3 is comparable to the, the ES8. I know not not directly the, the certain things that the the G3 does, um, mm. that the, the ES8 doesn't. But they are doing it. They're doing it cheaper. They're doing it much cheaper. Um but that's because they've got that the clout behind them to be able to um, produce them on mass, and then obviously get them get them done at a cheaper price point. Yeah, I think the ES8 came out about 2015, something like that as well, didn't it? So um, you know, it's five year old tech versus 2020 tech, like brand new tech. So there is going to be some improvements. Although I, I got to say, I ab absolutely love my ESA. I I can't fault it. It's fantastic. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was something that at the time made me think, who the fuck is going to buy like a 500 quid unit that essentially just switches your pedals on and off? Um, but then, <laughs> then it became one of the most popular popular things and it is, it's become synonymous with with pedal boards you you hardly see a um a pedal board that isn't taken seriously that hasn't got a switcher on at the moment uh yeah you when you see a board and it's got like 20 pedals on it and no switcher you're like are you wearing step like tap shoes with that <laughs> i mean it, it it all depends on I mean, what you what you need to do because if if you are constantly switching between multiple pedals at a time, um, and you're doing it, it it's like at every switch, it's it's you're switching this delay on, this reverb on, and this whatever this this additional drive. It makes sense, but if it's just you're doing individual ones and you aren't having to think about some other some other thing like you're not the singer as well then then possibly uh it's not as not as useful like i say for me buying a switcher would be uh an exercise in opulence i don't need one i when i'm uh using my my pedal board I could. I've got the luxury of being able to look down and see what I'm switching. I'm very rarely switching on any like any more than two pedals at once, and I've got two feet. You've got two loops on the HX stomp. I do, yeah, yeah, and this this is me thinking even before the stomp because I before any of that I was running the same pedal board that I've got currently. And it's literally yeah. just everything into the front. But if you wanted to chuck a couple of drives in there to be able to turn it into a little 
loop switcher, you can do that, and you then you can mess around with parallel switching and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I've I've literally oh, literally <laughs> just just this week admitted that stereo might be a not might be a nice thing. <laughs> Let's take baby steps here, Lee. Yeah, but now you've got stereo, you can run one drive off to one amp and one drive off to another amp. Yeah, I could I could have two different amps modelled into left and right as well. Not going to yeah. do that either. Why not? Because uh, don't want it. It's amazing. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it really it's a is. Faff is what that is. I could do. So if I was doing that for like uh, for like demo recording for this the uh, like the no talk or tone stuff and the the stomp v stomp stuff, I could have I could theoretically run three because you. Uh, when you use the HX stomp as an interface, you can have a completely dry through. So I could have that mm. like modeling on the computer, having it modeled a separate amp to what was being modeled left and right on the channels as well. So when we had, um, when we had Phil on uh, recently, um, Phil Dyer, we, we were talking about how I'm going to run with the core and how I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'm going to run it as my uh, dry out with a, a Vox amp on it. So I've mm. got the Victory, which is more or less a Fender running out to one side. I've got Marshall on the other side, and they're going to be more wet amps. And I'm going to have a, a Vox AC30 tone as my dry out. Well, after the podcast had finished, we, we sat around. You left in the end, didn't you? Because you were like, I can't do this. <laughs> so it, blo- yeah. it was blowing my mind, and I'm good at this. And uh, But we were going really in-depth on it because... There's loops upon loops upon loops, um, but we were talking about putting it into the uh, volume loop on the ES8, and then I can I can move that around as well. So that was uh, that was quite interesting. I'm quite keen to see how I can come up with this wet dry wet rig. Indeed. Do, do you want to talk about some other uh, bit of news other than G3 because it has dominated our podcast quite heavily, hasn't it? Yeah, and we're, we're like two minutes before the hour. Um, mm. right, yeah, we we will. Um, we've got the the American professional too to talk about, but I don't. I think we'll let that breathe. So I think we'll do that on a different podcast. Yeah. So you've got. I tell you what, we'll do. We talk about the Wampler, um, two two new mini pedals that they've brought out because there's there's generally not a vast amount to say about those, but I'd like to mention them. I've seen them in passing i've been so busy that i have oh, sorry brian i haven't really looked at them that much so tell me about them man well the the one is is a pedal that you might be familiar with already it's the plexi drive but they're doing a mini mini version so much like they did the uh the tumnus and then the like the tumnus started off as a mini and then went to the deluxe and they've got like the ego and then the mini ego um they've they've done this but with the uh with the plexi drive so it's got uh, volume gain tone. It's got a mid, um, a mid toggle switch and a bass boost toggle switch. Apparently, the bass boost is supposed to emulate the difference between going through a two twelve speaker stack and a four twelve speaker stack. Um, so, I mean, the the plexi drive has been quite a quite a mainstay of the um, the Wampler. Wampler lineup. It's it's been as as long as I've known about Wampler, there's been the Plexi Drive in there. Yeah. So it's the what it's the white one with the Union Jack on, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And this mm. is a a smaller white one with a smaller Union Jack on it. 
Well, that's because uh, Brexit. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, the, the, the second one is a, a tiny green pedal called the Bell. Um, B-E-L-L-E. Bell. Not, like, not Bell. Not that okay. kind of Bell. Um, and it's What's... a it's a green drive pedal, so immediately you'd be thinking, well, that's uh, that's pointing favorite. towards somewhere. Yeah, you'd you'd be you'd be saying that, and and apparently this is not it's it's not supposed to be a tube screamer clone. It's based on the Nobles OD one, which is which is a tube screamer clone <laughs> ODR one. Sorry, it's it's not. <laughs> it is. It's not a it's not a tube screamer clone. You the OD one is uh, ODR the, one. Is, yeah, the, the the Nobles Nobles pedal is is uh, it is basically a tube screamer, but it's um, people say it's really 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 good. I think I played it in Germany. I, I hung out hung out with the guys for a little while from Nobles. They're, they're nice guys, um, but yeah, they um, they uh, it is. It's very popular in Texas, apparently, with the the Texas blues players and that sort of thing. They're they're really loving this um this uh, Nobles um, tube scream of and um, and I think Wampler pedals quite quite popular down in that area of like because they're they're really in with people like Brad Paisley and stuff like that, aren't they? Yeah, like Paisley Drive, etc. So. Um, yeah, I, I can see why they've done that. It's, it's a good move. So, um, it's it's not not what you'd expect from from the quote unquote tube screamer clone here. Uh, it's got a bass knob. Uh, it's got a con. Uh, sorry, a color knob. Which so I'm assuming the the color works as as your kind of tone spectrum, and then the bass allows you to to shelf or to to boost the bass. Um, kind of to taste, so that you're not just getting the the standard tube screamer bass roll off. You can kind of tailor it to your own sound. Um, obviously level and gain. You've got a clipping switch on the side as well to change the uh the clipping to a, a slightly more compressed. Um, okay. So. Um. Yeah. So, like, changing the flavor of the the game. So, it's slightly more open, slightly more clipped. Um. And both of those pedals run nine to eighteen volt as well. So, if you're Ooh. running eighteen volt on on that one, you can get some real, real kind of open sounds. I assume. I've not I've not heard it yet. Um. Although there was um there was a video circulating on Friday. I think. I've just had a, a private message from our friend's friend Mark over at Bad Pennies saying, "Hey mate, that lighting is looking top notch." That's right, my lighting got some love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's uh, yeah, okay. Thank you for that, Lee. He said, "We're just watching today's video now." Um, uh, I gave you a shout out. <laughs> see, man types on the internet <laughs> hilarity ensues um, so yeah I'll, I'll be interested to, to hear some of that, that new Wampler stuff um, the Plexi Drive is something that I've 
I'd like like to have a go on. And yeah, I'd have a word with Jason, but he ain't here anymore. <laughs> but we'll speak with um, speak with Brian, see what we can do, see if we can arrange one that maybe you can um, knock a demo up for. Maybe a day. Um, but I think that's probably a nice place to kind of round off the week, isn't it? Because we're we're in over the hour, four minutes past, so. Yeah. We should probably round that up there. Yeah, it means I get to get to bed early. Ooh, that'd be nice. I'll get another go at this lambooner that I've got downstairs. <laughs> well, I'm I'm wanting to wrap up. Um, do you want to give the Patreons a shout out, man? We haven't done that today. You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that, Lee. Come on. So, um, as little as $2 a month, you can be one of these people. You can keep this light on in my my house. This one, this one. That the, that's the Patreon light. These are um, lights, mate. These are lights. I mean, that's a light. To, I mean, you, I've got one here as well. We, we could still, like have this. This is a light here, like so. I could have a look. light here, like this. I've got a light here. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Watch how like pale I look when I do that. Oh, that's auto mode. Um. Oh dear. That's yeah. That's terrible. You look ill. You okay, Lee? <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> We were mentioning Patreon people, and then we got sidetracked again. So, these are the people who support us on Patreon. Thank you so much, you peeps. Uh, so, we've got Andrew Bimson. We've got Adam Yeomans of Chef Tome, Effe- Chef Tome, Chef Tone Effects. We've got Doug Christ of 37 Effects. We've got Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson Music and Abstractium Band, who have just released an acoustic version of Argon, which is lovely. Um, we've got Hugh Rection. Yes, we have got huge erection, despite what uh, the other halves say. Um, we've got Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and we have got Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast. Um, like, absolutely, check any of those people out. Uh, yeah, Tone Jerks, really, really funny. I've been catching up on Tone Jerks recently, and they are absolutely hilarious. Like, almost like an American version there of... Of the Fretal podcast. So, yes. <laughs> Lee. So, yeah. Come and join us with uh, and be a Patreon too. And um, the more Patreons we get, the better our... Uh, better our lighting gets. Our content. <laughs> 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 better our lighting gets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found that funnier than anyone else will. <laughs> indeed. Uh, Lee, do you want to plug some stuff? Yeah, let's thank uh, Timepedia for supporting us and allowing us to stream to all these places at once. That's, that's great. Um, so we use the same streaming uh, gear that they use. So catch our um, catch the Timepedia uh, YouTube channel. And um, yeah, do go on there. We've uh, added some really cool bass stuff recently. We've added some uh, The Jam Lucy Dreamer, the bass. Really great bass pedal. Really, really cool. Uh, what else are we doing? Um, so we've got the YouTube channel, our own YouTube channel, where myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, Lowell, who was in the comments earlier, and, and Mikey, Mikey uh, insert surname here, um, they um all doing great, great videos, and we've got more coming. We're doing the news every single Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and... <laughs> yeah, Friday, give or take, plus or minus. Oh, fuck. Four takes I did. I thought I did three. Four takes I did on the Friday, and it was all that thing. I've got a new PC, guys, so, um, yeah, it caused a load of problems. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so yeah, news of the week comes out, and that's really great. How much is a Patreon, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap? Mark Barnes asked. As little as $2, I think it goes up to 10 million. Possibly $10. (laughs) Um, Feel free to sign up multiple times if you you feel that $10 is not enough, though. You can get multiple shout outs, that's fine. And what we do, Mark, is we give a shout out to the, uh, as you heard, to the person and the company as well. So Mark is of Bad Penny FX, which uh, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap has and will be releasing a demo of soon. What did you do, one? I've already done it. It was out about a month ago, mate. Oh, um, right. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the uh, the little box, which was in conjunction with uh, Funny Little Boxes. And it was an absolutely immense, uh, immense pedal. I did not want to give it back. Um, and oh, you had was, to give it back? I did, yeah. Was I <laughs> not in the situation where I was still paying off the, the HX stump, which is paid off now? Um, I probably would have kept that one because it was it was lovely, it were right lovely. Um, and if you want to check that demo out, if you go on YouTube.com/slash Budget Pedal Chap, which is the the home of the No Talk All Tone series, you can find that uh, amongst other things. Um, and in and around Christmas time, there may be a really, really special one. Comment, comment of the day from Tate. I won't be doing Patreon. I'll just play with my witty comments. I mean, that's that's possible. But you could you could pay <laughs> as little as $2 a month and get a shout-out right here, but we're definitely not going to mention his company right now. Um, yeah, we should put an embargo we, on Tate Effects. <laughs> we already have. <laughs> uh, yeah, so facebook.com, instagram.com, um, youtube.com, slash budget pedal chap. You can find me. Um Content weekly, uh, Instagrams daily, Facebook occasionally. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a lovely place to end us for today. So, Lee, are you ready? I've just thought of something else about switches. Go on. Clarity of tone. You can have 20 pedals and have a straight through, straight from your guitar, straight to your amp if you don't have any of the pedals on. Wonderful. I thought about something that I did this week as well. What was that? This bridge, I installed it on one of my guitars, and it was a pile of not good. <laughs> uh, so I took it straight off. Um, um, but you 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 can see why why that is the case on my Instagram. Oh, so much disappointment. Anyway, from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. From Lee Padabadabadabadu. Say bye, Lee. Goodbye, guys. Bye, Lee. It will be a tatty bye, and it will be a good night for this week. Till a bit. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Right, this this shit joke this week is brought to you by Andrew Bimson, who is a Patreon backer. He doesn't know it, but Uh, it is brought. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 brought to you by his personal Facebook account. Um, Right.
When I was younger, my mum asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. A musician, I said. Come on now, Andrew, she said. You know, you can't do both. (laughs) 